welcome to Brewery Society Beers, episode number 25 of Brutal Battle. So this one's going to start out with a type of beer that I don't even know if this is popular anymore. Uh, I know the brewery is doing some more of these. We have a bunch in the cellar. She's a fan of both of those things, but just so happens at this moment she's saying, eh, I could be down with that. So we're seizing the opportunity to get some of these bottles used up. Plus, this is one that I've been really interested in trying at some point because it's not the typical beer-wine hybrid that the brewery does. A lot of the times what they're doing is they're taking, like, their base of Black Tuesday, you know, bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout, and then blending it with, you know, Cabernet Sauvignon grapes or, you know, what a, whatever other red grapes they choose. Now, this one is still done with red grapes. It's just a, a bit of a different style. So... Going to get into this one. It's in a clear 750 milliliter bottle. Don't know why it's clear. That's kind of an odd choice because light can damage beer. Um, but this is called their Natty Noir. It's The vintage for this one is 2019, so had this one a little bit. Uh, this is by Brewery Teru, uh, because obviously this is, it's, it's on the sour end. Uh, Barrel-aged ale naturally fermented with Pinot Noir grapes. And it is 12.1% alcohol. And let's bust this bad boy open and see how it's tasting. All right. Ooh, I already like the smell of it. Definitely getting a lot of wine grapiness. Um, I'm not even, like, putting my nose in the glass yet to smell it. But definitely getting that wine grapiness. Definitely getting a tartness that's kind of coming off of it. Um, it looks very, like... You know, muted, muted red. It's just, it's not like vibrant, super vibrant. It's kind of more of like a muddied red color, but you can, you can see through it. You can kind of see through it. All right. Smelling. Oh yeah. You smell those red grape tannins. Uh, definitely getting the Pinot Noir to it. It is very wine smelling. I think if you had anyone smell this, they would think, oh, you know, that's straight up a wine, a red wine. And it does, I mean, it just kind of smells like that. But it does have that little bit of tartness, a little bit of lemony tartness. There's also an interesting honey note that's presenting itself on the nose. Yeah. And there is some oakiness in there. Definitely wood character coming through as well. Smells pretty good, especially if you're in a wine. Oh, also, as I took that last sniff, getting a little bit of an apple note in there. Going in. Ooh, this is more sour than I expected it to be. Yeah, it's got a decent sourness showing up on it. Really packs a lemony sour punch. Uh, but I'm getting a lot of those great red grape characteristics. It's very Pinot Noir driven. Also getting that kind of like drying aspect from the tannins from the red grapes. And I'm also getting some of that wood that's kind of going together with those tannins. It's a pretty good beer. It, I mean, it literally does taste like a cross between like a lemony sour beer and a nicely oaked uh, or wood aged uh, Pinot Noir. It's good. I mean, if that if that sounds like a, an interesting flavor profile to you, this would be, definitely be a type of beer that you would be super interested in. And it's very vibrant. The sourness, like, kicks you in the tongue. And it is, like, a legit sourness. It's not just a tartness to it. But I do like how 
the sourness hits you really hard in the beginning. And then the tannins and the, the bitterness from the tannins and from the wood character actually kind of balance that sourness out on the back end. It's pretty good. I'm into it. Now let me read about this one. Uh, experimentation is the name of the game. Here at the brewery, we love to delve into unknown territory. How else could we continue to blow your minds? Natty Noir is a barrel-aged ale using Pinot Noir grapes with natural native mixed culture fermentation, fermented natively with microflora from grape skins, fun, fresh, sparkling, and definitely grape juice forward. I mean, that is true. Pretty grape juicy forward, but very heavy on that sour. So if you're not into that, it might not be your thing. But I think this is an interesting beer-wine hybrid. Like I said, it's very different than what they typically do on the beer-wine hybrid front. I do have some of those ones that they typically do style-wise. And at some point, we'll probably get into those on this um, on these formats of the podcast. But yeah, that's interesting. And um, let's just go ahead and move straight on to beer number two. But actually, first, just know that when I'm recording this second beer, it's actually five months almost after the, the first beer that I did because I did half the episode and then I had my swallowing issue that put me on a hiatus from drinking beer for a while. And I'm just finally getting back to finishing this episode. So half, half this episode is pretty old and the other half is actually pretty new. Um, so much so, like the other one was so old that I even forgot about doing the episode. So the picture for the episode that'll be on the website and on Instagram uh, will only have this second beer in it because I accidentally got rid of the bottle for the Natty Noir before taking a picture of it. So just know that. Anyway, the second beer I am very, very excited for. This one is actually in a 375 milliliter bottle. And that's great because it's a very high ABV beer. This one's 19.1%. <clears throat> it's a collaboration beer, and it's called Scoops on Done. It's a double bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout with coffee, vanilla, cacao powder, dolce de leche, and English toffee. Sounds decadent, sounds amazing, but also sounds boozy. So let's go ahead and find out what this one's going to be like. Um, so it's called Scoops on Done, and it makes me believe that the base of it is the uh, One and Done, which Rebecca and I had had before. I don't think we had it on podcast, uh, but really enjoyed it. So if that is the base and then it's all this other stuff added, it's going to be good. Um, so I'm pretty psyched for this one. Also, it just sounds really good. Um, the other thing to note is this is a collaboration. It's in collaboration with Scoops on Tap, which I did know about before um, getting this beer. Scoops on Tap, they actually are a ice cream company that makes ice cream with beer. So there's actually alcohol in the ice cream. And I have actually been checking it out on Gold Belly and thinking maybe we should order some from Gold Belly and do a podcast episode trying these beer-infused ice creams. So uh, if you definitely want us to do that, you can let us know. Just email us, BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. Unless you're Kyle Norman, you can just text me. <laughs> I'm going to pour this beer. Not a whole lot of it to start because it is such high ABV. Um, you know, coloration is going to be what you would assume it is, what everyone's assuming it is right now. It's super, super dark. Uh, there's not a whole lot to it other than that. Just really dark. Uh 
I'm assuming, oh, yep, it really coats the sides of the glass when you swirl it up. Comes down, the legs of it are so slow because the ABV is so high. All right, not a whole lot of carbonation on top. Ooh, <clears throat> definitely boozy on the nose. You're getting a lot of that double barrel. I'm getting so much chocolate, though. It is a lot of... It's interesting because it's, it's basically this mixture of dark and milk chocolate in the smell, which I'm assuming is from, you know, that dark chocolate naturally from the stout, the imperial stout base, but then the, the milk chocolate probably from the cacao powder would be my guess. Is there, wait, did I say there's vanilla in here? Because I, yeah, okay, that makes sense because I'm definitely getting vanilla in it. Uh, I am also getting this kind of like caramel. Um, I'm guessing that's the Dolce de Leche, but it could also partially be that English toffee in there. Ooh. It does smell really decadent. It smells very good. I'm trying to... The coffee is there, but it's not super strong. I feel like all the other scents kind of overtake the coffee, but it is definitely there. And it's also at a level where it's hard to figure out, is it actual coffee that's added or is it an actual natural coffee, excuse me, coffee scent that is coming from that base imperial stout? So, uh, yeah, it smells really good. Uh, I'm going in for a sip. You can tell it's high ABV. That sucker burns at 19.1%. You probably assume it. Yeah, it burns, but it is tasty. Um... Wow. Uh, definitely getting so much chocolate on this. This is That's the first thing I get. I'm going to need a few more sips to try and suss out some more flavor. But the thing I get immediately is that mixture I was telling you I was getting on the nose of dark chocolate mixed with milk chocolate. And it is really nice. Uh, this is some of the best chocolate taste I've had in a stout in a while, in my opinion. Uh, I'm also getting a decent amount of the vanilla on that first sip as well. So now I'm going in for another one. See how it starts to change. Now I'm getting the coffee. The coffee's really starting to come through now. Now that my tongue's been acclimated, or my palate's been acclimated to the chocolatiness, to that vanilla, the coffee's starting to pop. It's hitting a much higher level than I was getting in the aroma. Trying to see where I end up getting that caramel, though. Let's see. Yeah, okay, okay. Now I'm getting on the third sip. Now I'm starting to get that Dolce de Leche. And I can't pick it out specifically as the English toffee. I feel like it get, kind of gets lost with the Dolce de Leche because those things are a little bit close flavor-wise. But this beer, as you continue to sip it, develops and tastes exactly like it smells. Uh, it tastes and smells like all the components that are in it. It is decently boozy, but this is one of the ones where the flavor and the viscosity of it justify, well, it doesn't justify the ABV, but it holds up. It, it makes it so that you're not like, oh man, this is way too boozy, it's way too much. Um, it's a, it's a after-supper sipper is basically what I would say. It's a dessert in its own right, and um, it's really good. So let me read the back of this one. One scoop or two, who couldn't wait to work with our favorite ice cream makers at Scoops on Tap? We blended 19-month double barrel, uh, double bourbon barrel aged all the cows, okay, 
with 23-month double bourbon barrel-aged Black Tuesday, then gave it a sweet treat treatment inspired by Scoops on Tap's iconic coffee stout caramel crunch ice cream. Make it a double. Well, now I want to try that ice cream, and now I also want to try that ice cream in this beer as like a beer float, because beer floats can be amazing. But um, I I think based off of what everyone's getting from my reaction to this beer and the Natty Noir, I think it's easy to tell that my winner is the Scoops on Done. That's my number one. Uh, Again, it is double bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout with coffee, vanilla, cacao powder, dulce de leche, and English toffee. And then Natty Noir coming in second, and that was that barrel-aged ale naturally fermented with Pinot Noir grapes. Still a solid enough beer, Um, but yeah. Um, mm, I'm going to have to figure this one out. So I did pause briefly, and then now I'm back because... I needed to figure out, does this rank in the top 10 of the best Brewery Society beers that have been on these episodes? And the answer is yes. So I am going to go ahead and do an updated telling of what the current list is. So of all these Brewery Society beers episodes, these are the top 10 I've had. Number 10, Chocolate Rain, spelled R-E-I-G-N which is a double-barrel imperial stout with cacao nibs and vanilla beans. Number nine, Sweet Magnolia's Black Tuesday, an imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with bananas, Madagascar vanilla beans, and Nilla wafers. Number eight is where the Scoops on Done fits in. Uh, Number seven, Cherry Chocolate Rain, the imperial stout aged in rye whiskey barrels with cacao nibs, vanilla beans, and tart cherries. Number six is Samoa Black Tuesday, uh, which is an imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with toasted coconut, cacao nibs, vanilla, maple syrup, and graham cracker. Number five is Island Time, which is a sweet stout with Hawaiian sea salt and lactose with marshmallow, toasted coconut, and natural vanilla flavor. Number four is Love at Midnight Black Tuesday, which is a imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with pineapple, coconut, and vanilla beans. Number three is American Anthem, an ale aged in bourbon barrels with peach, apricot, cinnamon, and vanilla. Number two, Pistachio Vanilla Black Tuesday, which is an imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with pistachio and vanilla beans. And number one, still there, Spicy Island Black Tuesday, imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with pineapple and habanero peppers. And Great news for anyone who's going to be able to get their hands on it. They are brewing Spicy Island Black Tuesday again for a 2024 release. So the uh, it's been answered. Uh, they actually send out surveys, and a lot of people have wanted Spicy Island to come back, and it's going to happen. So that's exciting, but... Everyone, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, Don't know when we'll be doing another Brewery Society beers episode, but we have plenty of beers to go through of theirs. Uh, Really happy with uh, the scoops on done. Going to go ahead and finish that one. Thanks for checking this out. And until next time, keep it brutal. Brutal.